0: recorded live.
1: Ladies, that's right I am your favorite host That brings you the most The queen troublemaker The love doctor Mm. You know what? We're going to have some fun tonight Because you know we're going in Okay? So we're going to talk about some things That's been troubling me Troubling my mind You know what I'm saying? Such as You know people using their children For ransom you know, when it comes down to child support and when it comes down to child custody, you know, things like that. But before we do get into all of that, let me just tell you we are streaming live from Long Beach, California. The number to call in is 724 444. 7444. You're going to press that caller ID number, which is 143343 pound. Okay, then you're going to press the one to listen to go into the show. And if you hear something that you might want to chime in on, honey, just press that star eight to relate, and we can bring you right on the show live in Studio A with Wanda Dre, and you can talk to me. How about that? Now, the name of my topic tonight is called Children's Lives Matter. The reason why I came up with this topic tonight is because, one, this subject relates to me in my personal life. And as you know, as a broadcaster, when we do come to you guys, we have to give you a little piece of us. You know, how can a subject touch other people if it doesn't touch you first or if you have not lived through certain moments? You know what I'm saying? So, again, we're talking about children's lives matter. How about the fact that a lot of people, you know, use their children for ransom and say, well, you're not going to see your father or you're not going to see your mother. It, it works a two-way street, you know, because we got some fathers that, you know, that be feeling kind of bitter, and we got some mothers that feel kind of bitter, too. You know, oh, he ain't taking care of you or she ain't taking care of you. you no, know, you can't bring your clothes, you know, um, You can't take them clothes with you or anything like that because of the fact that I bought them clothes, they stay here. Meanwhile, the child walking around with holes in their shoes or shoes that might be too small or a coat that might be too small because you don't want that child to have that coat because you're not with the baby mama or you're not with the baby father. We got to stop that for real. I mean, I'm talking to both men and women because our children take a beat down. I had that situation before, you know what I'm saying? And first of all, let's start off by saying this much. Even when it comes down to child custody, what people fail to realize is, first of all, you need to really be careful who you make your child father or mother, okay? Two-way street, I'm being fair with the whole situation reason why I say that is because you don't know what history that person may have because realize the fact that once you have a baby by that person, like it or not, good or bad, that person is going to be in your life forever because that child that you have is the bond that is going to have to link y'all to communicate in some kind of way. Ain't no way around it. It really isn't. Um, So needless to say, Um, when it comes down to the court system and you have a baby by a mother or father or whatever like that, you automatically, most people automatically assume that the child belongs to the mother. She had it. She went through the labor. She went through the pains, blah, 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 you know what I mean? The child, they, they think the child's supposed to come to mom to live with them. And the court eyes, that's not true. Even though you had that child, you don't went through your pain and suffering, your agony, your you know, morning sickness, and this, this, that, and third, at the end of the day, a child does not belong to any parent until one parent actually goes down and actually claims custody over that child. Now, granted, that child may be your child biologically, but legally, the child belongs to whoever filed for custody. So that's the problem that we have nowadays, because you have a lot of you know parents who are feuding between each other over who deserves to have the child, or you know perhaps maybe that other parent might say, "I want the child," but he's not he or she may not be taking care of the child like in other words, don't fight me too for nails to have custody over the child, and you got your other baby mama watching the child. Or you got, you know, your girlfriend that you date now watching the child or took it over to grandma's house or whatever like that. If you want to really spend time and bond with that child and raise that child, then you need to be in that child's life. If that child is constantly going from house to house, every time when it's your visit with the child, then you're really not bonding with that child. So these are the things that we're discussing tonight. Because a lot of times people do it for ransom. They don't really want to be bothered, but they just want to do it anyway just so that they can say, well, well, I got the child, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, she don't deserve to be with her or she don't deserve to be with him, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Um, You hear a lot of parents, you know, say, well, you can't go over there because he ain't paying child support, and until he paid child support, well, he's just not going over there. I mean, really, you can't really do that because at the end of the day, the child's life is what matters. The child has to get to know their father or mother regardless of what the party may feel. And so that's what I mean when it comes down holding the child for ransom or using that child as a pawn. because we, everything is about money, 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 money. We look at the system like, yeah, I'm going to take you to court for child support. Needless to say you done been on public assistance to have that child, that public assistance done covered the bills while you were birthing that child and you're still collecting food stamps, and at the end of the day, you sitting there saying, oh, I'm going to take him to court. I'm going to get him real good. Surprise, got news for you. The only thing that you're going to be entitled to at the end of the day is $50 <laughs> per month because public assistance is going to snatch up the rest. Yes, that is the law. If you are on public assistance for whether it's medical, whether it's food stamps, cash, whatever, Public assistance will snatch up whatever the amount that is agreed in the court system. So before you go saying, you know, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get it all in your pockets, blah, 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 blah. You might want to think about it. Now, if this man or woman is actually pulling money out of their pocket and saying, you know, this is for this and this is for that, you know, it might be better to work it outside the court system rather than inside the court system. Because at the end of the day, what happens is, you know, you got, uh, somebody in the middle of your business. <laughs> you got all of this going on with you know problems and issues and feuding and the child's confused and being torn between who's going to be where and what weekend and all that stuff. And it it's drama. It's really drama, and the child really suffers from that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it, it's best to work it out outside the court system. Okay, so we're gonna talk about that, but let's just paint this picture from the very beginning women this is this is a shout out to you guys, okay? All right, we have that perfect relationship with that man. We try to love him, we try to give him everything we got. Now before we became a mother, we was a super woman that super woman that was in that relationship. That painted that love, you know what I mean that happy home um came home to you came home to dinner, you came home to that bubble that bubble bath, that special you know touch, something that only a woman can get. We're gonna start it from the beginning. I think my d j can kind of help me with this d j what can you lace me with tonight to paint that picture? I got you. All right. around, and maybe your baby mama. (laughs) That actually sounds funny for a minute. You know what I mean? I done did your little I did the little wifely duties, and now I became your little baby mama. That's crazy. But I mean, for real. And in most cases, you know, it might be that the person turned around, they cheated, they stepped outside the relationship, got another baby, and all that little crazy stuff. I mean, really. Come on now. We can't just be we can't take it back to the way it used to be so that we can stay together and be a family. Whatever happened to that? Ladies, I know you got some some stories that you might want to tell. I know you want to hit that star eight to talk about how, you know, you know started off and you've been good to your baby daddy, and then your baby daddy turned around and was good to somebody else. It was that perfect setting. It was that perfect family oriented household. And some other chick that came in and crept in, you know what I mean? He decided he wanted to dibble and dabble and cheat and do this and do that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, at the end of the day, whatever he going to really do, he going to do. You know, ain't nobody make him do nothing. He did it because he really wanted to. Okay? But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is I know that there's somebody out there that feels like that. Let me tell you a little bit about, you know, my situation. Okay, so, you know, I got a baby daddy, <laughs> okay, and the baby daddy situation, the way that had went, as I had the child, um, I had to learn the hard way after we had broken off. Uh, first of all, he didn't even want to be around during the time of the pregnancy, which was very hurtful, but you know what, I was like, he, he won't be the first child that be raised with mama, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So I want to move on and it's going to make me the strong independent woman that I am. Okay. I'm one of them. I don't, you know, know how anybody else feel, but I'm just one of them that don't believe in abortions and things like that because my thing is it was my mistake, not the child. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to do that. Okay. So that's just my opinion. Um, So I went on, I had the baby And that's when, you know, we had our little problems We had our little issues and things like that It turned into a couple of domestic issues And, you know, I had to find out Okay, later on, like You might have birthed this child But this child really does not belong to you So at the end of the day You need to go ahead and make this happen If this child is going to be under your household You're going to be changing and feeding And up in the middle of the night And doing this and doing that Hey, you know You need to go ahead and put a title on this and make this your very own as far as custody. So I did. So then he got mad and wanted to fight me two for nails about, you know, the custody battle, this, this, that, and the third. And all actuality, what it was is he just wanted to make me mad a little bit because he didn't want no, you know, tides to really taking care of the child, which was really messed up. OK, so what happened was my son was being bounced around and, you know, somebody was taking care of him. And when he had his little, you know, moments when we tried to play fair and do the joint custody, you know, what I'm saying he's down Jersey why he going out clubbing and doing this, that and the third real jacked up. Then it started getting worse, started getting to the point where he wouldn't even want to pick up the child. My son sitting there dressed early on a Saturday morning, waiting for dad to come sitting at the window only to find out he's been sitting there from 9 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon with his coat on because he didn't want to take it off, crying because he didn't see his dad. Like, really, who's fault is that? How do you handle that? How do you process that as a mother? you seeing your child hurt and upset, you know what I'm saying, because they want to see their dad, and dad's not there. Why? Because mom moved on eventually later on, you know what I'm saying, and had a little boyfriend in her life. Nothing wrong with that. But just because the other person moves on with their life don't mean that you got to play ransom on them. And I'm not going to show up. You let the other guy, you know, take care of him. And this is that. And the third, now you don't want to be in the child's life. Really? That was your excuse. You can't do no better than that. You hurt my child because of that. I need you to understand on every level that that is not acceptable and it's not cool. You cannot have your child, you know, wondering, why can't I see my daddy? You know what I mean? And then that child grows up to later on realizing that that was the reason. Really? You know? So, make a long story short, you know, my child went through that for the longest. And I got tired of that. You're not going to be a part of your child. That's okay. You can move on. Go on and do what you got to do. But what you're not going to do is hurt my child. So eventually, you know, he was doing his little stupid stuff and out in the street and everything like that and, you know, messing up, had a history of, you know, being an alcoholic and then later on he started, you know, doing the drug thing and things like that. So then you became an endangerment to the child. Now, we battle battling this back and forth and back and forth for the longest, you know what I'm saying? And Carla, I do see that you're on the line. Let me just finish this, and then I'm going to get right to you in a few minutes, okay? Um, so back and forth, back and forth. We was battling this for a little while, and now, you know, it comes down to the fact that the judge knows now that you are in danger. The judge knows now that you had domestic issues with the mom. You know what I mean? You have been in the uh, system quite a few times for DUIs, you know. Uh, You have had other situations in the system, you know, where you just messed up completely. Now the judge grants this and says, okay, well you're not going to get full custody. Matter of fact, we're going to give the full custody over to mom. Now here's the thing. Even though mom, which is me, got full custody, I still had to explain to my son why later on I had full custody. I didn't block him out. I could have, but I still gave him the option when Christmas and, you know, birthdays came around and Thanksgiving came around. If you want to come by and see him, you can, even though the court system says that you cannot take him out. You know what I'm saying? You can still come over to see him. But again, Because of the fact that there was another man that was involved in my life. And even at the years later, you still didn't want to be bothered. Only to find out later on, my son, you know, it really bothered my son. Years later, he finally told me, he said, Mom, I was really upset with you for years. Because I thought that you were trying to get, you know, back at me and keep me from my father. And I said, baby, I would never do that to you. But only to find out later on when I told him the story and then he got to really know his father on his own as he got older, he started realizing, "Dag, I see why mom, you know, had to leave you alone. I see some of the things you did. You did broken promises, you know, that I can remember even back then, and you're still doing it. Wow. I know we got some people out there. Sometimes it's moms, sometimes it's dads that's doing this. This got to stop. I need some people to talk to me. I do have a call on the line. I'm going to stop and I'm going to take this caller. So caller number one, welcome to Sophisticated Ladies. Who do I have on the line this evening?
2: Hello, how you doing, sis? This is Miss Tia's Queen. Hello, lady. How are you? I'm good. I'm relaxing and listening to you tonight. Now, I'm going to... Uh, I just shared your fire around too. Um, oh, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, now I heard you was talking about the, the baby daddy part, and I don't really say it like that because I I just call him my ex husband. <laughs> and okay. You know when his girlfriend come over, she um I was over there visiting with my son, and she came over and thought thinking my ex-husband was there and I was like, you can come in. I'll cook for you. It's all good, you know, Mm -hmm. until he get here. But um, as far as the, uh, the child support and stuff going on for your topic tonight. Now I did not want to put, I didn't, I didn't want to go through the man. I had went to court for like three or four times trying to get the thing on thing, divorce, the divorce final. And He never showed up and I finally got granted it and I was taken off from work. And then I went went on and took my dad's advice to do a bankruptcy because we had trucks and motorcycles and boats in our names, both of our names. So I didn't want to get stuck for paying nothing. So by that time, I didn't even want to go to to see another court door in my life with the child support out. Like if you just pay, uh you know something every week, then we don't have to do it Well, that worked out for maybe two or three weeks, and then he fell off so i had to i had to um do it the other way um, with the – I never used my son as um i'm reading I'm reading what your post says. But mm-hmm. I never used my son as um a pawn or a ransom. I never stopped him from seeing his dad. I encouraged him to speak up for himself, actually, because I was the one on the phone cussing and screaming at him, like, why are you not picking him up? He's he's ready for you for the weekend, and he, he's sad and disappointed and hurt. And he was like, no, he's not. He's okay. He understands you making that up. So I finally had, I finally had to tell my son who is now seventeen. I told him when he was maybe like thirteen or fourteen. I said I'm not going to, I'm not taking up for you no more. You got to speak up for yourself. If this is how you feel those are your feelings and you have a right and you gonna call your dad and tell him because I'm tired of fighting with him. I said, "Um, you know, you don't have to be disrespectful, but you ask him where he at and that and that you waiting and everything. You know, so um, something like that, I involved my, my son in. But as far as, you know, um, like saying you can't see him or anything like that, no, nah, I never was that type of parent. And I think um, to answer your last question, um, are you or the streets raise, raising your children? I um, I think it's a norm nowadays that more of the youth are in the streets because of the parents' work schedule. Maybe most of them are in a one-parent household. You know, I grew up in a two-parent. I wanted mine to have a two-parent household. But in the end, when it's just fighting and and carrying on going on and there's no peace, I, I simply told him, my son, and my ex that it's best uh Why did I want to get divorced? Well, if two people can't get along, they don't need to live together. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so after the lease was up, I moved out, and then I filed divorce, and, you know, so I left the doorway open. But, you know, like, parents, we we should do better with um, not letting the streets or the television raise our children because nowadays I can sit and see People's kids on their phone when they're supposed to be eating dinner. You know, what happened to that? Getting back to eating dinner as a family. Even if if you're a single parent, sit down at the dinner table and have dinner. No phones, no music. Don't be answering the door and trying to run outside. Sit and talk about your day and what's going on. You might learn a little more. That's right, okay. especially when
1: your kids is in school, too, because you don't know what type of things they're being introduced to that you don't even know about because you don't simply communicate with them. Everybody's, you know, sitting there with telephone, cell phones, and texting, and on social media, and nobody's sitting there communicating.
2: Yeah, I mean, and you can even just say, let me see what you're listening to lately. What kind of songs you like to know what they man is at? You know, you can right. do that, too.
1: Yeah. You know, it's important to have conversations like, you know, uh, son or daughter, how was your day at school? You know, what did you do today? What, you know, what interesting things come about? You know, when it comes down to the age when they start getting interested in girls or boys, you know what I mean? So who you interested in? Talk to me. You know what I'm saying? You got to kind of get down on a level a little bit so that way you can get them to open up to you, you know, um, don't be crazy with it, but you know what I'm saying, just kind of open it up a little bit so that way you can know what's going on in your child's life and let them be comfortable with you to be able to talk about those things. Mhm. Yeah. 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 And you hit the nail on the nose when you said the problem is, you know, the streets are raving our, raising our children because that's what's going on. You know, mom is, might be the only one in the household that's working, you know what I'm saying, and she's a single parent and she's working two and three jobs. So, therefore, if she got an older child that's there, maybe that older child might be helping to raise them, and maybe that older child might be a teenager themselves, and they're not paying that child no mind. So now that child's doing all kind of crazy stuff. And then out of the house, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, eating at somebody else's house instead of at home, you know what I'm saying, uh, or social media, being exposed to God knows what. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is how we get a lot of our children you know, um, to be in some of the criminal acts that they go through. And some of it is just simply because they're not feeling the love that is at home. And because it starts with the communication.
2: Yes. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good to know that, you know, we have some single moms that, you know, that are stepping up to the plate and talking about it like you, I
2: appreciate that. Do you have
1: anything else you want to add?
2: Oh, no, that's all I had on the subject uh, It's always good to hear you And I think it's a good topic That need to be put out there So I'm enjoying the show Alright,
1: thank you so much for calling in And you know what, tell the other people Where they can um, find you at And a little bit about your show as well too
2: Yes, I'm Miss Tia's Queen And I'm on points Host Saturdays at 9pm With Queen Wanda J over here My show is called The Poetry Palace. I welcome all artists, singers, rappers, and poets and musicians. And that caller ID number is 144814. So y'all can check me out over there. I do my spoken word and I do open mic for other artists.
1: Excellent, excellent. That's what's up. All right, so y'all check Miss T's queen out because Miss T be dropping some things, boy. On you, you know, she be having some people out there, and they, them guys, boy, they. I'm telling you, sometimes I gotta go slap myself with some cold water with some of the poetry that comes to me. I be like, whoo, my goodness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes, so you don't want to miss that one. Yes, and I'm I'm proud to be one of her co-hosts on the line with her. And we just cut up and have a great time. So, yes, I'm glad that you shared that with us. And, you know, you can um, actually sit back and enjoy the
2: rest of the show. All right. Thank you. One love. Oh, yes, one love. <laughs> Yes, indeed. So um,
1: do we have any other callers that's on the line right now? I think we have DJ Chill that's on the line. Now, DJ Chill, I know you got something good to tell me because, you know, as a proud father, you know you got to represent too, you know, represent these men. So tell us something.
3: Well, what's going on, Jay? What's going on? I don't know, boy. This world is kind of crazy. It's deranged. <laughs> but, uh, um, what you're saying, man, that's, a, I mean, you always be coming with that daggone stuff, girl. I don't know why. <laughs> you always make people either want to think or just celebrate and be happy. But, man, children's lives do matter. And, you know, I'm not one. Look, we got kids playing out here in the dark, playing crazy. Anyway, should I be mad, and I got you know, i got kids myself. and I still got a lot of things I gotta do myself. But there's some other people out there in the world who have their kids, and some of them, from my walk in the streets and seeing them, they don't even care. I mean, these kids, uh-huh. man—they so free with it. Just like the ones I just saw just now, I'm looking. I'm 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 down here at the projects, and I'm like, look, they just run around. The kids can do anything, anything they want. But when you start walking around, you seeing little kids smoking weed, and, and then you know I, I I don't know if I saw them pass any beer or liquor the way, but I definitely seen them smoking weed. And you don't know what to say. You be so stuck. You like, huh? Because there'd be so many of I them, mean, and they'd be, be <laughs> especially at the basketball court, they come up there, with them kid, I'm like, yo, are you? And then some of them, I'm like, yo, I'm selling this thing, the other and it's like a whole transformation where it's like their parents like, please, go out there and sell. Make some money for me, because you know if you get locked up, I'm just going to get you out. You, you're underage. Ain't nothing going to happen to you. Remember, your whole daggone, um, um, um. Criminal record is going to be washed away when you turn 18. Don't worry about it. Keep on doing it. Now, if you get shot, now, I will help you out. You know, I'll come to the hospital and everything, help you out. But don't worry about it. You're not going to worry about that, right? Just bring home the money. And, and the parents just don't care. And you got some parents who just don't think, and everything they say out of their mouth is a curse word, and the kids are them like,
0: I'm going you grow
3: up. I'm a girl just like that. Hey, and then you walk around, you see the kids, I'm not telling you no lie. I'll be on the bus, and I see these kids, and I get on the bus, and I'm here, F that, man, you know what? And then you uh-huh. hear these other kids like, yo, I'm about to smash that one, man. You know, I'm going to F the mess out of her. You watch, I'm looking, I said, you know, because you know the voice is really, really, you know, squeaky, like, because it's a kid. So you have to turn around and look. And you look at the, you look at the older people on the bus, and they just look in. And I, and I start standing up them like, yo, you 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 see this? And say, so, yeah. They just shake their head, cause nobody wants to get involved, cause they scared of the repercussions. Like you know, a gang of them kids running up on them and taking the lady's pocketbooks, or running up on them and you know pushing the old head on the ground or something like that, whatever. See me, I I'm so. Lively, that the kids they they adapt to me because I don't care what's here. I'm my mom. I'm, I'm like yo, that's wrong with you, man. You crazy? I Why y'all got it. tall right there? They looking at me like yo, crazy. Ah. Then I start I start bidding off them. They start busting, I walk right over there. So you want to go at hey, it? Come here. You get more. I walk right over there to them. They start busting the heck out of them. Like yo, what man? You big old peanut head. Looking round Looking big fish. Looking. I was you right but be <laughs> like, ah, right, you all and They say something real stupid. I'm like, see, man, that's why your people's a battle act. Man, you don't even get it yet, right? You ain't walked this line. And that's so crazy. So the kids now, they don't got. They know they ain't got no fear about anything. They know that they have this ammunition called. You can't spank me. You can't do nothing to me because I'll get you locked up, mommy, daddy. And it's it's a whole new world. So that's why I keep yeah. telling everybody: don't get don't be surprised if the new president of the United States, when we be in the future, is twenty one years old. And I'm saying to the people right now that's listening: don't be surprised if the people that you call old head for the future is nothing over. Let me see. 35, then it's going to be probably to the point of 21 because there's going to be so many people dying all over the place. If you make it to 21, they say, oh, you are old head. Don't you get it? they already already calling kids that's 18 or 19 old heads now. So when you look at us that's older than that, what are we? Grandparents or something, grand, grand I mean, you know, you do got grandparents out here. Not to be dissing y'all, that is grandparents at the age of twenty five. But you know, it is what it is, and it's it's a shame because the only thing that everybody's bidding off of is the government access cards. All oh, right, I get care. You know, I get the government to take care of me. But now they don't realize Donald Trump's like, we gonna cut all that. We are gonna force y'all to work. And y'all going to either work for me the right way, or you're going to work for me in the prison anyway. And then you're going to be so happy to get on work release, cause you're like, oh, God, I'm out of prison I'm outside. I'm on work release. Come on, man. That is the biggest thing they're going to be. They're going to be so happy to be out of work release and be at the daggone um, halfway house. That's like the extra credit. Yo, where you at? I'm at the halfway house. Wow, man, I wish I could get there. Every time I get there, it keeps sending me back. Why? Because somebody's dummy doing something in there, setting me up. Don't you get it, people? Everything's a setup. Everything is for us to sit up there and not grow, not use our common sense, not be able to get the literature of what our ancestors was way back in the past, which was all that. They're not even teaching that in the classrooms. So now, just like Self and Mr. I believe I said that be saying to y'all, they be giving y'all some true knowledge, Mr. Fill it Up Star, everybody on the daggone network be dropping y'all with that hot flavor so y'all can get some new principles in your life and know where y'all came from Because I be listening to them, and I be like, you know what? I am rusty. And they keep on bringing this new stuff into my brain to make it sharp again. Because iron sharpens iron. But if we don't sharpen ourselves up and start getting the research, if you don't realize that people look at the new libraries they're creating, why are they taking the libraries down and creating new ones all of a sudden so they can get all the daggone books out, dummies? Because, see, I don't want to talk about nobody because I got to talk about myself. Everybody that talks about anything got to look at themselves first. And if you ain't all that, then figure out how you want to speak next week.
1: Yeah. That's good knowledge, man. I appreciate that. Good knowledge. All right. So, oh, yeah. You're going to follow me at, oh, what would you say? Oh, go ahead.
3: Yeah, y'all can check me out. i going to you anything
1: you want to add. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, y'all can check me out because I'm going to be quick with it because we got a lot of callers now that push star 8, I hope. If y'all ain't going to push star 8, y'all better push it now. Learn to talk because if you don't talk, you might not get a chance to talk again. But, um, yeah, my show Sterile Breads on every Thursday. Pin number 143-341-PAM. And um, make sure whatever y'all do, please, I need y'all to do this for me even now. Forget about listening to the radio for a minute. Start listening to our shows after the shows is over. Just download them and listen to them. start listening to them. Because you know you ain't going to miss nothing on the radio because they're going to play the same song over and over again. It's redundant. But our, our shows ain't the same shows every day. We coming with something new because we have to. We're not, dead. We're not illiterate where we're going to keep on doing the same show over and over again. So catch all
1: before we can't even catch up. Feel me? I know that's right. Thank you so much, DJ Too Appreciate you for dropping that knowledge and some facts and even telling us how we could catch your show. So with that being said, we are going to move on to the next uh, track. And I know my DJ got something that's going to fit right in on this subject. How about we hit him with another track? Can you lace us? No, I can. All right. I
4: got you two seconds.
1: that is beautiful. You know what? Thank God for being a mom. Thank God for having my child. And you know what? This goes out for all the mothers. You know, love on your child. You know, whether they, they you have raised them in a good or bad environment, um had to raise them up being single or not, you know, you got to look at small things like this it made me the true strong black woman that I am today because because there are things like a breakup that teaches you, first of all, you got to learn stability for your child. That's number one. So it was then left up to me to take the responsibility of learning finances, you know, budgeting, um, and keeping a roof over my child's head. So that way my child would be raised with me. It made me a stronger person because I had to realize like, okay, even though dad may not be doing everything that he needs to do, you know what I'm saying? But I have to be that special person in that child's life. You know, I have to be the one that's going to, you know, see him through all of this. And if it's rocked out between just me and him the rest of our lives, That's fine, but at the end of the day, what I need y'all to understand is, you know, just because that person does not want to be a part of that child's life for whatever reason, whether it's because, you know, you went on with your life or whatever, or they went on with their life and they don't want to be bothered, you know what I mean, don't stop, you know, trying to get that child to want to bond with them. Let them have that choice of their own. You know, because at the end of the day, if that person should pass, that's a real hurt feeling. Parents break up, whether it's through a relationship or a marriage or whatever like that. And then, you know, they, you know, separate the kids and it's division that's in the home. And it's bad enough that they got to go through that division. But then when that parent, let's just say that parent dies and they don't have nobody to, you know, turn to, to say, can you tell me a little bit about my dad? That's a real messed up feeling, especially when you lose a parent at an early age. You know, so let's try not to get caught up so much into, you know, oh, where well, he ain't paying no child support, he ain't no good, and and stop beating them over the head and building that in their head about what that person don't do, and just put yourself in those shoes for a minute. What if you had to tell that child? tragically that your parent is not even there anymore just imagine how that may affect them in the later years and I've had that situation my dad died when I was 13 years old and not did, not just the fact that he had passed but there was a lot of his siblings that I could have probably talked to but they were dying so rapidly to the point where there was no one left to really paint the story, to tell me a lot about my dad. You know what I'm saying? My mom had memories, you know, of him, but some of them were painful, you know. And so a lot of times you just got to kind of look above that and think about what's best for the child, you know what I mean? And then raise your child in that situation where it's like, you know what, I'm going to not have my child to go through what I went through at that point. I'm gonna to try to keep pushing and whatever it takes you know for them to try to, you know, at least talk and bond and explain to this child, do that, because it might be worth it. But you know what? I think that do we have another caller that's on the line? Okay. If we don't, then I wanna take it back to Mr yeah, Um no, I can't no, be no, no, we don't? No. okay. No.
4: Hey,
1: it's so call point. The OK. All yeah, right. Yes, All right. Who do um, we have uh, on the line? All right. Welcome to Sophisticated Ladies. Who do we have on the line tonight? Wonder Bob. Hey, Wonder Bob. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? All right. How are you? All right. Well, this is my lovely fiance. <laughs> yeah. So as you know, we are talking about, you know, parents who has raised their child in a single home. And mm-hmm. before you do go into your story, I would like to talk about, you know, what it was like back in the day, you know, when we were growing up, um, the setting that we had in the home with our parents versus like now.
5: Oh, wow. Well, put it like this. My parents raised me. Well, my father, he died back in 1975. He was 48 years old. Okay. Well, my mom was raising three kids. She was raising me, my brother, and my sister. So me, I think I was like 11 years old or something like that when he died. And when I turned 13 years old, I left because I didn't want my mom to support me no more. She had got mad. But I had to leave because I told her that I was a man. So she was struggling, you know. She was on public assistance or whatever, whatever, whatever. So I just told my mom that I was leaving. I was on my own. I was on my own until I got grown. Well, I'm still on my own, but I'm talking about until I got grown. Like, I was helping my mom out, you know. She was asking me where I was getting this money from, and I told her, don't worry about it. She just didn't want me to get hurt out there. You know, but I told her that I was going to be a man. Like I was supposed to be a man, you know. So, so I was helping my mom, mom out with her rent and everything, and you know, and everything went smooth until I start raising my kids. Well, first of my mom raised my twins. I got twins. First of my mom was raising my twins until she died, and when she died, I raised my twins. Well. My twins' mother called when my mother had passed away and asked me, well, she didn't ask me, she asked my sister, can she have her kids? I said, no, you can't have your kids. The only thing she wanted to do was get public assistance for them. She really didn't want them. She just wanted to get the money. She was living in Massachusetts back then. She just wanted the money and I told her, over my dead body, you will not get my kids. And I raised my kids until they got grown. Okay, I could have took her to court for child support and everything, but I didn't take her to court because I said these are my kids, but it was my kids' choice not to deal with her. They told me one time that they hate their mom. They really didn't even know their mom. I told them, I said, no, don't hate your mom. Dislike what she did, but don't ever say you hate your mother because that is your mother. She the one was in labor for, uh, I guess, eight hours, nine hours or whatever. You know, she might not uh took care of y'all, but that still is your mother. Okay. So that right there, okay, now, like my son, he say that he calls his mom now. He's 34 years old. His mom don't want to have nothing to do with him, but I don't tell him no difference. The only thing I tell him, now you see. Now you see how your mom is, but that's still your mom, even though she's telling you she don't want to, you know, go to your dad, go to your dad. And I told him like this, you's a grown man, but I say that's your choice. But you see, she don't want to be in your life. So stop trying to force yourself in her life.
1: Mm, yes, yeah. that's true. That is so mm-hmm. true. So what was it like, you know, raising your children, you know, as a single parent? Oh, well, put it like this, it was fine because I took for myself, I was
5: working, I took for myself to get my kids what they wanted, clothing, food, whatever. I would not never let them starve. I mean, I would send them to school. When we moved to uh, Philadelphia, I got them transferred. I had to go back over there to get their records and all that. I would give them allowance. I would let them go to parties, you know, but I would watch them. I mean, I wasn't there at the parties watching them. But I'm always protective over my kids. I always That's been overprotective really. over protective of my kids, even up until the day, even though they grown, they know I ride and die with them all the way live. Mm-hmm. But, That's uh, but I'm true. just saying, yeah, man. But I'm just saying, I did take care of my kids. You know, like I was like not buying myself nothing. You know, like that goes for men. That goes for women. They really don't care about the, well, some of them really don't care about the kids. Don't get this twisted. Some of them don't care about the kids. They just want to have money for themselves so they can profile and stuff, you know, dress to impress. But, no, I took for myself to raise my kids to give my kids what they needed. I mean, I wouldn't give them no nonsense if they need some clothes, books, whatever, whatever. I would take for myself to give my kids because that's how much I love my kids.
1: And you know what is so amazing about that? And and that's the love of a parent. It's supposed to be that way because, you know, nowadays people don't sacrifice nowadays, you know, Mm -hmm. they don't want to take, they'll, you know, go buy the big screen TVs, go get their nails done and everything. They get some child support, and they'll turn around and spin it on everything else except for the child. And the child mm-hmm. suffers. That child goes to school, and they got holes in their shoes or a coat that's too small, or, and the kids is laughing at them. Or if it's a girl, maybe her hair may not be done. Or if it's a boy, maybe he don't have, you know, a haircut or, you know, mm-hmm. some nice sneakers or shoes or whatever like that and and they the problem is the parents are so busy being occupied doing God knows what, they're not even paying attention to what their child looks like going outside. And now their self-esteem has gone lower because they are hanging around these kids and the kids just turning around, they laughing at them and teasing them and things like that. And you said something big sacrifice. Sacrifice means a whole life. I'd rather not be with anything than to turn around and have my child looking like anything going outside the door because your child is a reflection of you. So, you know, when you stop, you know, caring and you let the streets, you know, take care of them and you're not, you know, concerned as far as what they look like and how they're acting and, and finding out what's going on in their child's life, this is what happens. Re- reality fits in, it sets in, you know, they start having a low self-esteem and now they start to do other things to try to fit in and things like that. So what are some of the things that it taught you being a single parent?
5: Oh, it taught me a lot. I mean, you know, like sometimes I would like be saying, "Dad, I couldn't get my, I can't get myself nothing." My kids come first because I always tell people, "Your kids didn't ask to come in this world, for real, for real. They didn't ask to come in this world." You know, you did what you did, and and they're here now.
0: Uh-huh.
5: People, yes, people tell me now, like you know, like some parents. Oh man, I can't stand my kid. I can't stand well you shouldn't have never laid down and made a baby. Right. It's, too late now. it's too late now. But right. like I said, I sacrificed for my kids, and I love my kids up until today.
2: I That's mean, you right. know, they
5: might get on my nerves sometimes, but they're still my kids. And I right. always tell my kids to be better than me. Don't be like me. My son will always say, Dad, I want to be like you. I said, no. Be yourself. Be better than me. I mean, you know. I can say one thing about all my kids, they graduate out of high school. I never graduated out of high school. I got my GED, but walking down the aisle with that cap and gown, to me, it made me proud to see my kids walk down the aisle to graduate out after 12th grade.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
5: one thing I never did. I mean, I could have, but I was out here, you know, doing my thing, making money to support myself, but I always told my kids, Okay, some people say that that high school diploma don't mean nothing, but it do, sometimes. Because sometimes when you do go for a job, they want to see your high school diploma.
6: Mm-hmm. Some say, oh, no,
5: oh, no, yes, you do. That is important. I don't care who said it ain't, but it is. That high school diploma is important to everyone. Because some people cannot get a job without an education.
1: Um. Mm. So true. Now, let me ask you something. What do you think about the parents who use uh, child support as a ransom? Like, you know, oh, I won't get him. I won't take him for everything he got, you know, and they're, they're spending it on everything else except for the child. And even when it comes down to child custody, what do you think about that? Like who well, gets
5: rewarded? Well, I'll put it like this. Some women just be wanting to pay the father back because she's claimed that she got hurt and everything. So she just want to take him to the bank and just take his money for no reason, not for the kid, but for herself. So she can look good. I, maybe for somebody else and maybe for herself. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not in these shoes, but okay. Just like my oldest daughter, she was like 21 years old. I was paying child support until I finished. Her mom used to call me up and tell me where's the check? What check? Okay, she was getting paid, you know, because I owed back pay, whatever. So after the check stopped, I paid up. She calls me up talking about she needed her money. I said, what money? I said, our daughter is grown. Mm-hmm. She talked about got to pay bills. Well, that's your responsibility, get a job. Get wow. a job. Some women don't want to get no job. They just want to take the guy's money, I guess, to pay their bills and, you know, don't want don't to work, don't want to do nothing, but just sit around the house and be on the phone or whatever they be doing, you know. But just like I said, when my kids, when my mom raised my kids until she died, I raised my kids. Like I said, the only thing my twins' mother wanted was money for herself, not for the kids, and I was not going to let that happen. Because okay. them is my kids. I love my kids. I didn't. I don't. I. I'm not gonna say she don't love her kids, but she loved the money. She really ain't love them like that. She just wanted the money. Wow. I guess the. I guess the profile. You know, dressed to impress somebody. But you know, it's not all about that. If you mm-hmm. love your kids, you love your kids. Because like I said, the kids ain't never asked to come in this world. That's right. That's it, so takes two true. To it, it takes two to tangle, not one, two. Right.
6: And That's like right. That,
5: all, all some of these mothers want is to pay the guy back. Well, number one, you shouldn't have laid with him. That's mm-hmm. just stupidness from laying with him. If you feel like that he's no good, but you wasn't saying that when y'all was doing y'all thing, was you? Uh, now you saying man, because he's doing this and he doing that. Okay. That's life. That's how life goes. That's true. But you know what?
1: but I have to say this much because sometimes the attitude that parents take like you know oh you're not going to see your father or you're not going to see your mother because of that they, they're causing division in the family especially mm-hmm. like let's just say if there's a couple that was married and then all of a sudden they got divorced and now the child you know goes with mom you know that's already division that the child has to go through and then the child being a, in a position when he has to make a choice of, do I go with mom or do I go with dad? Or do I love mom more? Do I love dad more? That's a really sad situation to actually rock with because that child should not have to make that decision. Like, I don't know. Do you think that it should be joint custody or do you think that it should be custody, you know, given to the mom?
5: I think it should be joint custody.
1: Because okay. That's
5: both of y'all, because that's both of y'all's child. It's that's not just one of both. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I can see if the mom or the dad was deceased, I can see that. But if they're not deceased, it should be joint custody. Well, you get them, you get them like whatever, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and the dad get them Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever. I think it should be equal. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, well, you're not going to see your dad because your dad is no good. That's wrong. I If the dad ain't no good, that's still his child or that's still her child.
1: Oh, yeah. And you never know how bad it messes up. Let me tell you, I never realized how bad my son had felt about that until one day he actually had a sat down at the table and had a heart-to-heart talk. And he was just like, now I really see. And he sat down and he had a heart-to-heart talk with his dad. And he said, Dad, you know what? I used to think that it was, it was really my mom that was stopping me from seeing you. But really, she wasn't stopping me from seeing you, but she really tried to protect my feelings and, and what, you know, was about to take place, you know, and then he began to tell him about all the birthdays and Christmases and the graduations and stuff like that, that he had missed and how he had actually felt. And he said, mom, to see him sit there and cry like that. It amazed me. He said, but I was the one that had to go through all that hurt and pain because I thought my mom was just mad at my dad and didn't want him there. But then when I realized later on that he just wanted to be, you know, who he was and do him, you know, the best thing he said that ever came out of this is the fact that I was created and born, you know, mm-hmm. and he was just like peripheral. He, it made him look at him differently. You know, he said, cause the same dumb stuff that you was doing back then yeah. with my mom, you're still doing it. When are you going to grow up? Now that's mm-hmm. deep when your child is feeding yeah. you something like that. How do you handle yeah. that? It is deep. Yeah. That
5: is deep right there. That is deep because I'm going to tell you one more story. Okay, with my oldest daughter. Okay, I tried to be in my oldest daughter's life. Okay, Mm -hmm. her mother didn't want me really to be in her life. Now, if I had somebody, she did not want the person around my daughter. I would never let nobody hurt my kids. Never Mm -hmm. in life. I remember one time I got my daughter, she was a baby. I had got my daughter and I took her over to my twin's mother house so I could introduce her to her. She found out my mom had to walk so many miles to come get my daughter. I don't want my daughter around nobody else. I would never let nobody hurt my kids. Never. This girl was not going to hurt my kid. I just want to show her my daughter because I was proud of my daughter. I mean, it was a whole big thing about it. Then every time I would try to get my daughter, she would say, I don't want her around nobody. Okay, I understand that a little bit, but I'm just saying, oh, I wasn't going to leave my daughter with no one at all to to go to the store or whatever. I I just wanted my daughter to get to know who I was with at the time. That's all. Right. That's all all I wanted to do. I didn't, I mean, I wasn't going to say, oh, well, that's your mom right there. That's just that, no, I was not going to do that. I just wanted her, I just, I really didn't, I mean, it wasn't like I wanted her to be in her life, but that was my daughter, and I wanted to take my daughter, you know, over to my, you know, over to my girl house at the time. Right. You know what I mean? Because I was proud of my daughter. I mean, but her mom tried to make a big thing out of it. But another thing, my oldest daughter' mom was living with some guy, and I didn't trust the guy. I'm like, well, he was way older than her. He was an old guy. But anyway, I said to her, I said, wait a minute. What is going on? I said, you don't want my daughter around nobody else. But you got this guy, you and this guy is living together, this old man. You don't really know nothing about him. He's not going to hurt her. He's not going to hurt her. How do you know? I said, okay, just like you don't want my daughter around this female, I don't want her around him. Oh, you don't have nothing to do with it. Oh, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying to play no tit for tat, but you didn't know this guy like that. You know, he owned it. Well, he owned it a bar at the time, and I guess it was all about the money. But I I asked her, do you leave him? Do you leave him with her? She was like, no, but we sleep in the same bed. I said, oh, no. Wow. I'm not going to play that right there because you don't know what he's going to do. now. How do you know? You could be sound asleep. You don't know what this man is about? Right. He could be a pervert. He could be a pervert. You don't know that? Mm,
1: that's yeah. a nightmare. Yeah.
5: yeah. He well, was there for the
1: money. But see, that's the thing. That's a that's a man's biggest fear. Um mm-hmm. with another, you know, child with a mm-hmm. child being around somebody else's mate. Now, mm-hmm. what is your intake on that? Like how do you feel about that period? Are you okay
5: with that? No, 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 no. No, we're not really okay with it. But like I said, they got to get to know each other. But you have to watch your, you know, your your son or daughter. You have to watch them. Don't even really leave them around each other. But I can see them getting to know, you know, they mother or dad's name. But just mm. don't, but just don't let them out your eyesight. Not even for one minute, because you never know what somebody got on their mind. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's nothing to me. I'm just saying, me. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with the other mate meeting some, you know, or uh, meeting the other mate's child. But just okay. keep a close eye. Just keep a close eye on them. That's how I feel. I'm just letting everybody know. That's how I feel. I don't care how nobody else feels, but that's how I feel. Right. You know. So don't get it wow. twisted. Whoever listening, don't get it twisted. That's how I feel. You know, I ain't going to say we can all be one family, but I'm just saying, you know, you might have somebody in your life, but just, you know, let them know that you have somebody in your, that you have somebody in your life, you know, introduce them, whatever. They don't have to say nothing to them. I'm just saying just introduce them to let them know that you're proud of your, you know, of your son or daughter or whatever, that you're proud that you just wanted them to meet. That's what simple
1: Yeah, so you don't feel the like I there feel, should be. You know, that's the way I feel. Now, do you feel as though there should be any guidelines when it comes down to that child being around them or, you know, the uh, length of time?
5: I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put it like this. It's a length of time. But, and another thing, just like my daughter. Okay. Well, this is where my brother was living. My granddaughter, my daughter's daughter. My granddaughter, my daughter, did never play no, no guy, family or not. Let her daughter sit on nobody's lap, and I don't blame her. My brother That's got right. kind of, my brother got kind of mad, but she said there's no, you know, there's no love lost between us. But I don't want my daughter sitting on nobody's lap. So he got kind of mad, but then I had to talk to him. I said, well, that is her daughter. She not saying you're going to do nothing to her. But that's what—that's her rules, and you got to go by her rules. So he mm-hmm. understood that's how I talked to him about it. I mean, okay, girls do not sit on my lap. My daughters are not, even though I ain't no pervert or nothing like that. But I don't play that. I have to teach them to not to sit on a man's lap. I have to teach right. them that because if they sit on my lap, they think they can sit on anybody's lap. Any guy? No, 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 no. I don't play that right there. Uh huh. I don't play that. You know, I teach them. I try to teach them at a young age. You don't sit on a man's lap. I don't care who it is. Not even not even for real, for real, not even your brother's lap. That's right. You don't sit on a no man's lap. Because you never know what somebody's thinking in their head. You
1: that's never true. Yeah. that's so true. Well, mm-hmm. I appreciate you sharing your experience and, you know, raising your children, especially from a man's standpoint Mm -hmm. um it's always good to hear men raising their children and i know we definitely got some family hosts too from on point that Mm -hmm. are raising their children as well and we're going to hear from them too in a minute but i just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing your story with us anything else you want to add
5: no 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 i'm all right Uh
1: Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for calling in and stay tuned and listen to the rest of the show and enjoy. All right. All right, David. You know I love you.
5: I love you, too.
1: (laughs) Oh, cool, cool. All right. We want to go to um, one of our family hosts, Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That. And, you know, Mr. I can't believe you said that. I know you can relate to this being a father yourself and raising your children as well. So I am dying to hear some of the things that you got to say.
7: I ain't giving them crumb snatches
0: nothing.
1: <laughs> now, you know, it ain't nothing but love. So, you know, they ain't even, they ain't even sound like coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I ain't giving them
7: crumb snatches nothing. I got bills. I got to go to the club. I got to party. I ain't got time to be paying no child support and taking care of no kids. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> really?
0: We doing that? It's
7: like, no, this is what it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We got to overstand something. You know what I mean? See, just like, honestly and truthfully, you know, you had a show a while ago that men need to come with a warning sign. Right, right. before you dating them, they run up your credit and all of that, yada yada, yada. Some of y'all women need to come with a warning sign. If you have a baby by her, she is going to act stupid. <laughs> and uh and hold your child, you know, they play that game. If you don't want to be with me, you can't see your child. Wow. That's you know what I mean? Wow. That's 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 really that's 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 a, that's a whole sucker move right there. It because is, and, and, and you're hurting the child. You know what I right. mean? And then you got some brothers out here. You know they don't want to. You know, <clears throat> excuse me, they don't want to go to court because the court wasn't there when you made them. Right. You know what I mean? But you got to play the game like they playing the game. And sorry to say, the court system is not set up for the men.
6: It's
7: not. I agree. You you know how they they used to give you that that, that old BS? Oh, have your receipts. You go down there with receipts, you know, what they tell you that's what you're supposed to do.
1: Exactly. They sure enough do. See, and a lot
7: of times when you are, a lot of times when you have a baby's mom, if y'all not getting along and y'all separate, a lot of times it be her single girlfriend. That's getting in her ear. Mm -hmm. Beating her full of nonsense. Ladies, be strong on your own. Right? right. Don't get me wrong. You can go to somebody for advice. But ultimately, come up with your own decisions. Don't Mm -hmm. let nobody solely influence you to do something that you're going to regret later on. Because keeping a child away from... The other parent, and that's on both sides. Even if the man has custody, unless you're unless the other parent is a junkie, an alcoholic, hey, I'm sorry to say it that way, you know, known drug dealer, and and known to be getting into all kind of incidents or stuff like that. Don't keep right. the child from the parent. Now you know because they could don't as long as they're not putting the child in harm's way, right? You let it ride. Don't don't don't. You know, even if you want to be around for the visitation, okay, we can meet you somewhere. Because I don't know what the breakup situation is. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, of course, you know, we all, we, we was talking about abuse, right? My- now, I I understand the women that if you was abused by the man, now you don't want to let him see your, ch- you don't want the child to be with that, around that man. I understand that. Wholeheartedly. mm
0: mm-hmm. Because...
7: There's some sick individuals out here, so since he can't abuse you, you don't know what he's capable of doing. And I understand that. But when a man hasn't abused you verbally or physically, but your relationship has run its course, you know what I mean? Like she said in the song earlier, the juice is sour now, but it used to be so sweet. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. If your yep. relationship has run your course and he ain't called you out your name, he ain't bust you upside your head, he did everything that a man is supposed to do. It's just that y'all are no longer compatible. You're at different points of your life. How dare you keep your child away from? Him? That's true. I agree with you. You my know, but you know, huh? that lady, my baby mom, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I say I love her to death. I love her to death. I love to kill her. That's what I love. I mean, I'm only
0: playing. No!
7: No. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that. I mean, listen, one thing, I could be as mad as all outdoors at that woman.
0: Uh-huh.
7: But, you know what I mean? My oldest came out, she gave me two beautiful daughters. Two beautiful daughters. And I know I was on her nerves every minute of her pregnancy because they look just like me. Yeah, I what? bothered her that much. But, no, uh-huh. it's just that we got to learn. We got to learn. You know, my man Bernie Mac said, we got to learn. We got to learn. We got to learn. You know what I mean? Right. We got to do better. That's true. We got to learn how to put our personal differences to the side for the sake of our children. Because when they see this disconnect, you know, shout out to Mr. On Point, you know, disconnect. He'll fill y'all in on that later. But, you know what I'm saying? When they see that disconnect between mommy and daddy, you know, especially when they're young. See, when they're older, they can articulate what's going on and who's who. But when they're young, they don't know. They don't understand that. They can't wrap their minds around that. When one parent is bashing one parent, and then they go see that parent, and then they bashing the parent back, my kid's mom my kid's mom tried that with me. Told my told my kids, your dad don't want to be bothered with you. He don't want to see you. This, that, and the third. Then I would get my son's, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
7: But my my sister and them said I was wrong, but I would never talk bad about her. I mm-hmm. would say, well, look, you know, your dad was doing some things that he shouldn't have been doing, and it was better for you to stay with mom than to be around me. Right. But see, they I like them. the way
1: they said. Uh-huh.
7: You know, you know, call it stupid God reasoning, right? I rather mm-hmm. for it to be, I I'd, I'd rather, I I'd rather at that time for them to be mad at me because they can get over it, than to resent their mom and then have to stay with her and hear the constant talk that she was giving them about me, and then they grow to hate her. So I took that on the chin, but as they got older. They seen what it was. Like, oh, it wasn't daddy. It was you.
1: Right. right. And they had children have to learn that for themselves. You can't tell them, well, your dad did this and your mom did that. You know, let them see and identify the problem they themselves. They'll respect it better.
7: And when it was brought to me after they realized and seen the pattern, they said, dad, can you keep it, or, you know, he was like, can you keep it a being with me? I said, what's up? What you want to know? Why you lie to us all the time, talking about it was you, it was you, it was you, when it was really mommy? Wow. And I said, well, like I just said, I'd rather you be mad at me for that instance than to resent your own mother. Because, see, one thing you can't do is you got to respect it. She gave you life. Right. I played a big part in that life-giving. Because I, I I fertilize the seed, I right. told I explain that to them when they get older. But uh-huh. you know what I mean. I took the brunt of that because in the back of my mind, it's going. To, this conversation is going to happen later on, and they're going to see what's what and who's who. But I didn't want to play the point the finger game.
0: Because
7: uh-huh. see, a wise man never argues with a fool. You know why? Why? Because people from a distance can't tell who is who. That's true. That's so true. You don't true. know who is. So I'm not going to play this game with you. That's your game. You go ahead and play
1: Now, let me ask you something. What do you think about the custody, the way they have it set up in a system for custody and even child support?
7: I encourage everybody. No sooner than your child is born, if, you have a chi- if you're having a, a child now, As soon as your child is born, especially while everything is good. I'm sorry. I got to say it that way. While everything is is going good, y'all in bliss right now. The baby's born. Everybody's happy. You know, y'all kissing and hugging. Go down there and make sure you have joint custody. That's it. Because even though you said nobody has custody, right, until Mm -hmm. there's paperwork. Right. The mother always has physical custody. Right.
0: Absolutely. Okay?
7: So, even though if you go, there's no custody stipulated. The mother has physical custody. They can't stop you from going to pick your child up from school. Right. But if you go, just say y'all had an argument. All right, Wonder Dre, we got a child. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Wonder Bob. I didn't mean that. But, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just drawing a parable here, brother. I know, I know my face, I know my space. I'm just saying, you know, I don't want no trouble, right <laughs> but And we had an argument, and I went and picked our child up from school, mm-hmm. and you and but I didn't tell you that, right. And you went to go pick the child up from school. And they said, "Oh, a man came to get him, this that and the third. You will think it's me, but in your mind, because we had an argument, you can call the cops. They'll try and arrest me for kidnapping. Right. It's going out in court, but initially, that's what the charges will be.
1: Right.
7: That's what we got to watch out for. But, you know, hey, this topic dope show, you know what I mean? I'm going to let you do what you do.
1: Thank you. Well, I'm sure that you have another um track that you are going to have for us.
7: Um, oh, yeah, I I'm, I'm looking for something right now. I was trying to I was trying to play your baby for you but i i don't know i don't know nothing about him that i could play that that it don't matter because i could just play him for you and it, it could be <laughs> off topic i play some luther you happy
1: oh yeah you know i do <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a chance to work on that. While I bring on Mr. On Point, he can give us the following and also give us some insight on this conversation as well. So that gives you a chance to work on whatever you're going to work on. And in the meantime, I'm going to bring on Mr. On Point. Mr. On Point, are you with us?
4: Please, God, one blessings, Queen. I'm definitely in the building. All let's right. Go, let's go.
0: All right,
4: um, all right. People out there, ready or laying? First of all, I love a topic. Um, I know it's a touchy situation for a lot of people, um, but these are things that we, as a community, need to discuss. And uh, again, this is what On Point is about: problems and solutions. We know this is a problem, and throughout this conversation, I want people to listen to the conversation and figure out where that individual problem is and hope that they can find a solution through the conversation that we're, you know, conversing about tonight. Um, But people out there in Radio Land, if you want to be a part of this On Point movement, know that On Point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. I'm going to say that again. On Point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Reach out to us on Facebook, On Point Enterprises. Again, Facebook is On Point Enterprises. On Point, one word, O-N-P-O-I-N-T. Enterprises, E N T E R P R I Z I Z. If you're on Instagram, follow us at team underscore on point two one five. Again, Instagram is team T E A M underscore on point two one five. If you're on Twitter, follow us at team on point. Twitter is at team on point. You can also go to our website onpoint point two one five weebly com. Again, our website is onpoint215.weedly.com. You can email us any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Shoot us an email at onpoint215 at gmail.com. Again, our email, on point 215 at gmail.com. Uh, you can also give us a call or text directly to On Point. Call us or text us at 267 417 That's On Point two six seven four one seven six six seven eight. Um I see you
1: one today. All right. Well wait, you ain't getting away that easy. (laughs) Let me get your intake on um child support and custody.
4: I will right after you take this caller.
1: Okay, not a so problem. I,
4: so I am, so I am off the call you live.
1: <laughs> Welcome to sophisticated ladies. Who do we have on the line tonight?
3: No, he's back on the hook. It's just me. I just dropped the call, so yeah, he's back live and direct.
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs> back to you, Mister Allpoint. <laughs>
3: damn,
4: damn, damn, damn. <laughs> Wow. Um, all right, let's start from the beginning. I'm just gonna go ahead and say this: that child is mine. Um, the court and, and and I've been in custody situations with, you know, I had three different baby mothers. Um, two of them, you know, I've been in custody in child support court with, and like I always say. Ain't no courts lay in the bed with us. Ain't no courts going to decide and determine who that child belongs to. I don't care about the, the politics of it. I don't care. In this case, I don't even care about the logic of it. Because the logic is that woman ain't had nothing to bear or birth if it didn't come out of me first. I'm going to say that again. The woman has nothing to birth if that seed don't come out of me first. So that's my child. We often say that the what mother, the mother gave birth to the child. No, the father gave birth to that child when he let it, when he released it. So what the woman just carried it. I uh, she carried it and she brought it into the world, but it was birth from me. It was inside of me. You know what I mean, so let's start there. Um, now I will say she carried it for nine months, compared to all of the years that I carried it until, you know, I released it in her and, you know, the baby started to grow within her. Fine. I get that. She laid in the hospital. She went through the pain the same way she laid in the bed and went through the pain that I gave her. You know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm just I'm being honest here. I'm just <laughs> listen, I wouldn't be Mr. controversy if I did. But I'm being honest here. You know what I'm saying? Now, and this is not to take anything away from the woman at all. I'm just here to bring about a perspective that we often lose because this is why the man doesn't get the respect or consideration or acknowledgement that he should because we don't even expect respect the fact that that child came from him first. You see what I'm saying? It was released from him first. He actually that child life the woman just carried it you see what i'm saying that's like i'm gonna give you a scenario man you walking down the street dark street i know i ain't supposed to have no gun i know if the cops catch me you know i might get it you know to i know you know bar and i don't have no permit to carry or whatever so i give it to you and you put it in your purse you see what i'm saying? And when the time comes, if I need it, I get it out your purse. See, I gave, I put that that gun in your purse first before I had to go and get it or you went out, went and grabbed it and gave it to me. That's the same thing. I'm I'm, I'm just giving you a, a, a concept of how that baby is born. You know what I mean? And we often think that the woman has more attachment to the child than the father. That's not always true. It's just some fathers become dads in the end elect not to be in that child's life for whatever reason. You know, mothers do it too, but we know males do it at a far higher rate than females do it. So the reality is it's absolutely true. I've been in court where they told me with my receipts. That's a gift because I was told, take all your receipts down there, yada, 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 and I'm told that's a guess. You see what I'm yep. saying? So, yeah, we do get the short end of the stick, but we don't get that same respect and acknowledgement or encouragement that females get. So when it comes down to it, using any child as a pawn is wrong. If it's the father who's saying, yo, since I can't get back with you and I can't have you back, I don't want nothing to do with that child. Nigga, you wrong. And I say, nigga, in the term of you ignorant and you have no, no respect for the, the, the creator's privilege of giving you the, the the benefit to bring a life. <laughs> right. Nigga, you should be stole from that moment on. That's how I feel. And I feel the same way for a female who say, well, you ain't taking care of your child or you ain't giving me enough money or you with that other bitch so I don't you know what? You should be sterile.
6: You shouldn't be
4: able to have no more children from this point on. In fact, in all honesty, if I ever became any type of political uh, uh, individual, I want everybody tested mentally and emotionally. I mean, it's hard to test them emotionally, but I want everybody tested before they have a child, before they conceive a child. Because if you go crazy after the birth, that's something different. But you know what? We're going to find out how stable you are before you bring a life mm-hmm. to the world.
0: That's because a true. If we did that, good, you sound like I
4: guarantee you, I guarantee you if we did that, there'll be a lot less babies in the world. That's right. Especially like that. teenage pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me the other day, how do you feel about getting your child birth control at 12 years old. Nigga, I don't feel about that. I feel like you need your ass beat and your child too. we right. not doing that. Though there right. are children that's out here curious, a lot of times that's misguided children who aren't being raised, who are being raised by TV or the street. So if you're taking your child and Planned Parenthood at 12 years old to have them tested, nigga, you have a problem. Right. And your child is going to have a problem because you are actually giving them permission to go out and have sex because now they feel protected. No, you go out there, like we say to the young boy who out there committing crimes, you do the crime, you, you, you do the time. Well, you a little sister out there want to be fast in the ass, you do the crime, you do the time. No more dollar parties for you. No more outside jumping the rope. No babysitter. No, you gonna sit here with this child and know what it means to be a parent. That's it. We not playing that game. hmm So in this situation, a court should and of course the courts have to be there because some people like myself aren't aren't mature enough to deal with that situation. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't want my child around no other dude. I don't I want don't my child too. calling no other dude stepdad, daddy, or, or play dad, none of that. Nigga, you had one dad. You came out of me. I'm going to be here to the end, to so my end or your end. But we're wow. together.
0: So there is
1: no stepdad and this is to you?
4: How I raised my children. Say it again. No.
1: So you're saying that there is no stepdad at that point? You're not having it? I
4: mean,. I'm not, I can't say I'm not having it because, as I said, I had two different baby, well, three different baby mothers, but two of them who I wasn't with. And, you know, they ultimately got with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, but I don't have to be a part of that. I'm sorry. I'm not like the coffee's people who can all come together at family reunions or family functions and, oh, how are you doing, John? Oh, how is it? Now, fuck that. John, stay down <laughs> and for my child. I am my child's father. You and that woman. I'm going to put it to you like this. This is what I tell people. You might have the the, the treasure, but those jewels are mine. You can have the chest, but those jewels are mine. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't care what you do with that chest, what you put in that chest. I don't care. But those jewels that came with that chest, those are mine not yours, you have no right to touch it, you have no right to discipline it, and I'm sorry, I, I will always say this to the end, I am not the most stable and mature individual when it comes to this topic. Mine is mine. If you want to say that's why my name is self, because I'm selfish, say what you want, but I brought these children in the world, and like my mom said, I'm going to take my own children out the world before I let somebody else do it.
6: You might beat really my agree. child
4: into submission. You might beat my child and accidentally murder it. You don't put your hands on my child. And you, lady, baby mama, you already know what you're going to have to deal with. I've been in a situation where my son was told I didn't love him. I went 16 mm-hmm. years without seeing my oldest son, and I went through the court system. Violence was involved in this whole thing. It was deep, and I had to back down because I had a younger son, and I knew I had to be here for him. So to some people, to some degree, it was like, yeah, man, he gave up on his child. He didn't care about his child. He ain't love his oh, child. He was a child. But you know what? 16 years old, my son came to me, called me. We talked. We met. We hugged. We cried. He was in a bad situation at Cypher High School. I got him out. He came to live with me. And to this day, you can see my oldest son with me wherever I'm at, wherever I go, and my youngest son.
1: That's what's up.
4: Because that bond never left, even though he was told I didn't love him. I didn't want to be there for him. He didn't know all of the stuff that happened in between. He didn't know that I went to court for him. This is why when we had this conversation on Friday's show with uh, 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 Special K and and the table that, the round table, I said, the courts is not set up for us. I've been there. I know that. The the courts will set the man up. So in that situation, yeah, you can go to the courts. You can give it a try, but don't be surprised at the outcome.
6: But, again, all
4: I'm going to say is I'm not with none of that i mean I, if you lay down if if you grown enough to lay down and have a child, then be grown enough to stand there and, and and take care of it and as far as the conversation which you was saying, can't you stay you know can't we get it you know work it out and try and get it back the way it was? That's out the window that that right. used to happen, but today's woman looked at a woman of yesterday as being stupid and weak, but those what? children were a lot more stable than the children are now because you want to be independent and strong. Fuck out of here.
1: Now let me like let me get your intake. I heard you say that um when it comes down to another man being involved and that maybe that baby mom's life or whatever like that, that you don't agree with that. But reality is that person that moved on, what is your intake with that child meeting that individual, like your child? Like, how do you feel about that? How long should it be?
4: Before what?
0: Before
1: Before Well, before before your child. And and, and do you feel as though you should meet that that person, um, you know, new person in their life or whatever?
4: um,
6: I feel like
4: you can't ask me that, <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you, because uh-huh. depending on, like, let's say right now, my wife and I have separated, been separated for almost a year now, going okay. into a year, you know what I'm saying? So if she met somebody the day of tomorrow, and she probably had, don't bring that nigga in front of me. I don't want to meet him, you know what I'm saying? However, you can tell me what I need to know about him, because you probably don't even know the nigga. Because what I'm going to do is do a background check that you ain't going to do. see, I'm with my daughters every day. I see my daughters every day. So I'm going to always be, as long as I have two legs, two arms, and I can breathe, and two lungs, I'm going to always be in my daughter's life and get them and see them. This man ain't going to have a chance to get to know my children. And he ain't Mm -hmm. supposed to. See, I'm not there with that. I don't care what people say and think and feel about me. Call me what you want. Those are my children. I bought them in this world. It's my job and obligation to protect them and secure them. And like, like, like Wonder Bob said, I taught my daughters you don't sit on no man's lap. Not even your brothers. Yes, I did. I taught them that. Wow. And I still teach them that and stand by that. Because you don't. And I also teach them, you don't let nobody kiss on you, male or female. People have herpes and shit like that. You don't let people kiss all over your child and stuff. That's true. You know, protections and precautions that we have to take as parents. So we don't use them as pawns. Then, right. Then you got women, Wonder Dre, I know you know, you got women out here that are throwing a man's face real quick. All right, that's all right. You ain't got to do it because, My man, he'll he'll buy it for him. He'll get it for him. What?
1: Right. Hmm? Right. Now you got Robo Pop on the other end trying to raise up the child and ain't even got knowledge and don't even know the child. Now, when something happens, you know what I mean, you want to be all like, oh, how did that happen? Because he done raped your your daughter or molested your son or, you know what I'm saying, and things like that. That's why, you know, I had to get your intake on that because now – some people feel as though let's just say in your situation with your uh with your wife your wife moves on let's say she got somebody else or whatever like that uh
4: former what former wife
1: okay all right And nothing wrong with that, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? But let's just say that she says to you, okay, this person seems to be serious in my life and I I would like to introduce you to him because that's going to be maybe stepdad. Now I ain't trying to make you mad, but I'm just saying, do you feel that that's appropriate at that point? Because at least you get a chance to know who's in your child's life or no
4: must I'm say I'ma say that very mature, considerate, and, and kind to her. But I ain't there yet. Gotcha. Yeah, I wanna I wanna see him in meetings just to know who's around my child so I can know who asked. I gotta find if anything happened to my child.
1: I know that I don't like... care
4: to know him. I don't care to know him on no level of you know, uh, uh, this is the next person. This is the person in my life now. Yeah, no, I don't care to know him in that aspect. Not uh-huh. at all. Okay. You know I mean? Okay. And, and 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 real quick, because I don't want to tie the line from you know your, your show, but let's look at it. You can go and research and and look at stories online and old news posts and broadcasts of how many men or women that kill their uh, uh, former, or not former, but their boyfriend or girlfriend or husband's or wife's child because they didn't like them or because they, you know, whatever reason. But uh-huh. they then did inflicted bodily harm to somebody else's child and it wasn't theirs. We not, I don't want to play that game. And see, this is something that women definitely have to be mindful of because, yeah, it's easy to find a dude. It's easy for a dude to come flocking to you. But you don't know what's blocking to you. And right. you think you know them until you really get to know them. You
1: uh-huh. see
4: what I'm saying? So, uh-huh. you know, at the end, I'm not there yet. I'm not mature enough for that. And I'm man enough to say that.
1: That's what's so, up. So. I mean, you know, um, I personally feel as though uh, when it comes down to the parent moving on, okay, because sometimes you got some people that's like, oh, don't even get involved with nobody else. Okay, reality is unless you decide that you're going to be lonely and by yourself the rest of your life, You know what I mean? It's not your fault at that point or whatever. It's time to move on. So let's say you do. My whole thing is you're dating somebody else or whatever. That child does not, and this is my personal opinion, does not need to be introduced to that person that you're dating unless it's something that has been going on for a long period of time. Now, let me just put this out there. If you with that person for maybe a year, year and a half, then I feel as though you're going towards something, you know, a little bit more seriously, you know, and then it's okay to maybe meet that child or whatever like that. That's just my opinion. Some people feel like a year, year and a half. That's that's kind of late in the game. Listen, I just feel like this. It's my personal opinion. You might be dating and be in and out of relationships at that point, and it happens, you know what I mean? Because until you find that special somebody, you got to go through a series of dating. That don't make you a hoe, none of that. And nobody said you got to be sleeping with them, you know, and every last one of them or whatever like that. But, you know, reality is you got to try it, you know, try dating to see who is that fit for you in your life. And then also when you bring in a towel into that person's life, you got to know the background because <laughs> you're not going to just walk up and think that, you know, Oh yeah. Well, when I meet your child, Oh, you can call me stepdad. And now you want to play this robo pop game because you done bought a few things and bought a few gifts. And that makes you think that you're in. No, it don't work like that. I need your background check. I need to see who or what you all about, how well you treat me, how do you treat your own kids, you know what I mean, how do you treat your family, you know what I mean. Let me get to know that part of you first before you start playing some Robo Pop because some of them, they use that as a way of getting in. And sometimes, too, I feel as though us as women, we're too gullible to be ready to bring a man into our children's life because it's something that they're lacking of or missing. That's not the solution. Sometimes that makes it worse because when that child retaliates on that person to say, well, you ain't my real dad anyway. Now that, that you know, that mm-hmm. person feels though because they done did something in the house or paid a few bills. Oh, you, you know, they feel like they can discipline your child. Next thing you know, oh, they feel as though they can beat your child. Oh, uh-uh. We ain't having that. Oh, no. Woo-hoo. Oh, you, you took a nerve
4: mature. on that one. Yeah. Now you see why I ain't mature enough for that. Absolutely. Okay.
1: Exactly. Absolutely. I wish I would let anybody lay their hands on my child. I don't care who you are. I don't care if y'all been together for five years. At that point, listen, I'm the mama. Okay. That child did something. You call me up. You tell me about that, and I will deal with her. I don't need Robo Pop or Robo Cop, whoever. You know what I mean? Step mom, step dad, trying to be all up in there. That, no, we ain't doing that. You bring the child to me, I will deal with it. But, I mean, that could strike a nerve right there. I mean, that right there is a topic all by itself. You know what I'm saying? Because i seen how you was reacting just now, like, "Woo!" You know what I'm saying? I just couldn't imagine. I, it. I, I agree I, I, with you. Yes, that's taking it too far, you know, especially if you're not married to that that individual. It still don't give you no right. Let me take that back. That still don't give you the right to put your hands on that person. Why don't you at that point say, yo, you know what? Your child is going through a little something, something. I think that you need to come over and maybe talk to them. And you let them deal with it. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. I am. I am agreeing with you on that. And I'm glad that you agree with me on that as well. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to another song. And, and while we wait in to um, play on that selection, I just want to put out there, if there anybody that's out there that's listening and you want to chime in on this conversation and you're a single parent or you had a situation where maybe you went went through something with a, you know, separation, divorce, or relationship, you know, separation or whatever, and if you had experience with division in your home, you know, call us up, 724-444-7444. Press 1 to listen and press that star 8 to converse seat. But don't forget, you got to put in the call ID number, which is 143 343 PAM. So if you have something that you want to add in the last few minutes of our show, we need you to go ahead and press that star eight so you can conversate with us and tell us your story. In the meantime, I'm going to go over to my DJ because he has something brewing in the queue. So DJ, what you got for us? Can you lace us with something? Yes, 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 you know what? It's so funny. that's one of my songs that my favorite songs anyway. I love it, and we're talking about the children's future. you know children's lives, first of all, does matter. It does matter that they have both of their parents and their life. It does matter that you pay attention to your child and communicate with your child, letting them know, you know, that you love them, that you care for them, that, you know, even, even if your mom, you know, raising them and being a single parent, not only are you the nurturer of that child, but you know what I mean, you're also communicating with them. You're not letting the streets turn around and raise them. I know we all get caught up into work schedules and try to handle three and four jobs and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we can't let the streets watch them. We can't just let, the older sibling, go ahead and watch them. You know what I mean? We have to do what we had to do, but at the same time, we have to play a better role in some of our children's lives. It's not okay for another man or woman to step up in a child's life and become that stepfather or that stepmother. You know what I mean? It's the mother and the father's role to become together as a partnership. Even though you can't physically be together with each other, You still have to be partnership when it comes down to mom and dad, because at the end of the day, that child should feel comfortable to talk to both of you guys. You know, y'all should be able to come together with decisions for that child, that child's life. When that child becomes older and let's just say he don't, he or she done made something big out of themselves. And you know, you ain't been around. Don't be trying to stick your chest out. Don't be beating yourself all on the chest and somebody that's my child, that's my child, because you see him on TV. Uh-uh. Now, all of a sudden, you know what I mean, you want to be the most heroic dad, but you ain't even around. You know what I mean? Same thing with the mom, you know, because we got some mothers who need to be paying child support or is paying child support. You know what I'm saying? But I feel as though, as far as the custody is concerned, yes, it would be nice to have both parents to have joint comp you know custody in some cases, it doesn't always work out like that, but as long as you have at least one parent that is showing responsibility, whether it's the mom or the father, then I feel as though if that mother or father, if the other party is not showing the responsibility, have been abusive or showing endangerment to that child's life then I feel as though it should be rewarded to the next best candidate, whether it's mom or dad, or perhaps even if it might be somebody like grandma or something like that, you know, but we got to stop this. Oh, he can't see him because you know, he's not paying child support and things like that. The the division, the way that it affects the children's lives later is like really, you don't know how it's going to affect them years to come. You don't know why, you know, if a child might do something out in the streets, and you'd be like, "Why did you do that?" And they actually sit you down and tell you, "Well, that's because I was never shown love. I didn't feel like you know, you loved me. That's why I did that, just to get your attention." That would mess your head up to hear that you really messed up my life so bad. When this when a child sits you down and tell you how they really feel you don't want that you really don't and just like you know when it comes down to the problems and solutions that we you know talk about in this particular scenario we got to get better we got to stop the dumb stuff we got to stop the division because we're causing the division in that child's life we're causing the child to you know make a choice and decision as far as where they're going to go and what they're going to do you know what I'm saying? And it's hurtful. It's bad enough mom and dad is not underneath the same household, but seeing mom and dad feuding and can't come together or nothing, that's even worse. And baby, I mean baby mamas, I'm going to say women as well as men, if you're sitting there trying to have somebody else to raise your child and they're disciplining your child and you're not letting the mom or dad be around that child to do that, You're wrong. Nobody should not be putting their hands on that child except for a parent. You know, so we got to get better with this. That's all I got to say. You know, when we get when we go back to the way it used to be, when parents used to sit down and eat with their children and talk with their children and the respect line was there when you had to be back on the doorstep, you know, before that sun went down, before the street lights even came on. We got to go back to that. These streets are evil. You know what I mean? It's nothing but disasters that's out there, you know, that's taking over our kids' lives. And this is why a lot of our children are dying at such an early age. They turn into the streets to raise them up because that mom or that dad wasn't there. So they look for that, that drug dealer to give them the money that they need so they can buy their new clothes or to buy, you know, that coat or that, them pair of sneakers that they could not get because they felt neglected. Because maybe the parent didn't show sacrifice. That parent might have showed more sacrifice for getting their hair done, their nails done, or whatever, or it became so materialistic that they neglected to put that towards their own child. Now that child grows older and gets, you know, used to the streets, and a drug inter- a drug dealer introduces, "Hey, I can give you this money." You know what I'm saying? And that child goes into that. You got to answer to that. Now, Mr., I can't believe you said that. I know earlier we had mentioned about a certain song that we uh, was going to play, but I think we're going to go ahead and, you know, go through that song because I need to really tell the people how hard it is when that parent is gone. Because when that parent is gone out that child's life and you got to break that news down, You know, and that child didn't even get a chance to, you know, know who dad is or mom is, and you got to tell them that that mom or dad is no longer there, and they're going six feet under, you got to deal with telling them what it was like or who that person really was to you and showing pictures and things like that. That is a really hard thing to break down and process. Now, granted, in my life, my dad, like I said, had passed away at 13. And even though mom and dad wasn't together, you know, I still, you know, I heard some of the goods, I heard some of the bads, you know, and things like that. But I knew that mom and dad wasn't together anymore, but to know that my dad had died before the age of accountability, before I got a chance to get to know him and make that decision to get to know him on my own, to go out to do that it really made me feel bad because even though I knew that mom and dad had, you know, split their ways, but I had to respect that because mom was, you know, I was under the household of mom. But, you know, as you get 16, 18 or whatever like that and you break away a little bit and have a little independency, you might decide, okay, well, I want to sit down and have this conversation with him. Or I'm gonna, if i I got to take the bus over there to see how he's doing and we go meet up somewhere or whatever like that. I never got that chance. This is why you've got to sit down and talk with your children and have that communication with them. You have to bond with them. Life itself is short. I'm going to play this song, and this song goes out to all the baby mothers, all the baby fathers, you know, who has dealt with the death of one of the parents. I hope this one, you know, really makes you think about some things. DJ, can you lace us with that That's track? Right.
7: Right. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I just got okay. to give me a couple seconds. Right. Tell okay. You, I, I'm sorry for your audience, but bear with me, and I got you. Give me two seconds.
1: Okay. Um, not a problem. So, you know, with that being said, you know, like I said, you really have to just just think of it. Live today, but live for tomorrow, too, because life is definitely not promised. We After we go into this one track, we're going to, um, Mr. One Point, do you have anything else that you want to add? Um, okay.
4: Uh, it, the only 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 other thing I would like to add on Dre is we got to also remember there are parents out here, when they get in new relationships, they neglect the child for that other partner, that new partner. You know what I mean? Right. They give they, they more attention to that other partner than they do the child, and that also hurts the child. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just a lot of things that we as a people have to start looking at and realizing before we make these, you know, continuous mistakes.
1: Most definitely. I definitely agree with you on that, you know. And another thing is, too, parents. You know, when it comes down to the finances and stuff like that, realize, you know what I'm saying? Whether it came from mom or dad and you bought, you know, clothes for that child, don't send that child home and say he can't have these toys or he can't have these clothes or whatever. That's He only can have it when he comes over here. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Why can't that child have the nice clothes while he's, you know, going back and forth to school? That's selfish. I hate when parents do stuff like that. That really wows me when it comes down to stuff like that. Oh, you can only have these well, clothes when you come over here.
4: Well, well, well. I, I, I got to say this on that situation. Um, okay. That's not always a bad thing, because no. you got to remember. You're right. In, in a in a situation, you have to remember if the child's coming over with me. One, that's less that you have to do as far as packing clothes for. Them or him leaving something, and now we argue him because he left it or you mad at him because he left it. Sometimes it's good to keep, you know, what I buy over here for him so when I come get him, he already got clothes here. or She already got clothes here. You know what I mean? Um, so the only bad thing about that is they might outgrow those clothes faster because you don't see them as often. But at least they that's still true. have, you know, like pajamas and stuff that's already at the house with. You know what I mean? So, yeah.
1: I mean, that's true. It's nothing wrong with having something tucked away on his end. But what I'm saying is, if you see that child don't have a coat or that child comes over with a a coat that look like it could belong to his brother or sister that's younger, why not send another coat home and say, here you go, now you got something to go to school with? You know what I'm saying? And, And so many people, that's another ransom right there. Well, tell your mother to go buy you a coat. Come on now, what are we doing here? That a child got to suffer because of that? That's, that's the point that I'm trying to make when it comes down to things like that. The child support, the custody thing. We got to get out of this bitterness about, you know, what we're going through and making that a part of our child's life. That's crazy. We can't be having that. Mr., um, I can't believe you said that. Are we already queued up or are we still working on it? Okay, I believe he's probably still working on it.
7: No, I got but you. are any- you. in the queue. Oh. You ready? Okay,
0: cool. All
1: right.
7: I was talking with the mute button on my back. <laughs>
1: there you go. No That's problem. All right.
7: Because you asked for it. Yes. That's when I
1: was
0: a child. i remove all these My father would lift me high And dance with my mother I should get another chance. I know.
1: the point that I'm trying to make is you can be here today going tomorrow. So it just, just be who's you to, you know, try to come together as a partnership when it comes down to, you know, being a mother and a father, you know, cause life is so short. You don't want to have to break that news to your child. You know what I'm saying? And now that child didn't even get a chance to know their parent, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, we got to love each other. You know what I'm saying? And work together as a team. It's the teamwork to being a parent. So with that being said, we're ready to come to a close on this show. I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to the show this evening. And stay tuned to next week for another show with Sophisticated Ladies. Uh, we will be airing again next Sunday at 8 o'clock. So stay tuned to another great topic, and we get ready to bring this show to a close again. And um, until the next time, live, laugh, and learn. Well, DJ, are you ready to take us home?
7: You know it. I got you.
1: You ready? All right. Let's jam.